I know it's been a minute, so hello, everyone. My topic for this evening is, once again, dating. Since, you know, there tends to be a lot more of us doing that than it is of people that are married or engaged or head into that direction. And I want to touch on this because it really is tough to find genuine people. I want to say this because a lot of people, male and female, will tell you what you want to hear and I'm going to stick with men because they become very crafty you know they wear a facade they wear a you know they have a mask on that they wear when you first started start to getting to know them and to chat with them or whatever. You begin to see the real them, the them that they're not wanting you to see in the beginning because they want, they have an agenda. They have something that they're trying to accomplish or achieve. Um, they're going to mask that for a little while. You know, they'll start off. This is the one, this is what kills me. This is the go-to line that I feel like every guy has used to win a woman over because they know we women, we want to be thought about. We want somebody to check on us to make sure we're having a good day. We want them to have you eaten today type stuff. Those, you know, lines, they know they, they use those on us to get in, you know, good morning, beautiful. Before you even wake up, you waking up to a good morning, beautiful text. Now I won't say that 85 or that all men are like this. I'm going to tell you ladies to be aware of the, the men on plenty of fish. Be aware of those guys. Be aware of men on Tinder. Now, these are the sites I realized that because I'm at a stage in my life that I'm wanting wanting something very, very serious. And I'm not looking to be having one night stands. I'm not looking for um, a random hookup buddy. I'm looking for something serious. I'm waiting for something serious. Now... I must say I've met only two men off of plenty of fish. And I'm going to call out the I'm going to call out the dating app because I feel like you know that's what the site is basically used for. The guys they fill out the little um the little things and the little profiles. Women do the same thing too cuz a lot of men that's on plenty of fish say the women do the same thing. I'm going to say individuals fill out these profiles 
and they say what they're looking for. Now, some are very direct and they will tell you, I'm not looking for anything serious. They'll say it on their profile, nothing serious. Some of them say looking to have fun. Some of them say in search of a relationship. Then others might say in search of someone to marry. I have not found not one man on that website that has been genuinely in search for something serious, genuinely in search for something more than a hookup. Um, but like I said, most of them will hit you with that. Good morning, beautiful. And they feel like, oh, that's what she likes to hear. Or that's what she wants. Then they'll do that for like two or three, two weeks. Good morning, beautiful. Or in the middle of the day, hey, beautiful, how are you? Just checking on your housework, this, that, and the third. And then you start to get accustomed to that attention. Or, or you start to get accustomed to the conversation. Then they go from, you know, you getting to know them. Now I won't say 50% or I won't even say 90% of the men will ask for sexy pictures within the first two weeks. No, they wait and bait you in. Until about, hmm, maybe a month of good morning, beautiful Texas, and I'm trying to get to know you. Now, you haven't even met yet, but they want a sexy picture. That's one site I can say that I've only met two men on that site that not that has not asked for one, a naked picture. Two, a quick hookup. Two men on there that I have met that I am still friends with to this day. Everyone else, I've either met them and it didn't work out. Or they just was looking for something that I wasn't. They didn't, they wasn't looking for anything serious like they say they were. Then you have some men that get on there. Ladies, if you got your boobs showing or you're, you're behind out or you got revealing pictures, you know, don't think I won't ask because you showing it. So you might as well. There are a lot of women on there because I've talked to some guys that has used the site. And women are doing the same thing. They're revealing too much of themselves. So all the other dating websites that's not free, that's charging you almost $60, $70, a hundred and some dollars just to get on there and scroll through. They have those same people on there too. But I know for one, POF is one of the worst ones I have come across because I feel like 
they just don't have a lot of, I want to say, control over, you know, what people are on there for. I'm not saying that every, like, they, you have to be serious, serious. Now, I once watched a show called Black Mirror. And on Black Mirror, they touched on dating. Okay, one of the episodes was touching on dating. And it was like you were, in order to be a part of the program, you had to come and live on this site. Like, you had to live there or move there. So, you'll get a little device, something like a little handheld device. And once they paired you with somebody, you never knew how much time you had with that somebody. You could have had anywhere from one week to two years to three years, five months. But the thing about it is you never could pre-check to see when it would be over. So that one kind of spoke that that part of Black Mirror kind of spoke to me and it was it rang loud because when it comes to dating nowadays, we're going to all of these apps to get to know people. We have to fill out a profile. You put your height if you want kids, if you don't want kids. Have you been married? How long you been in a what was your longest relationship? How much money you make on some of them, like that really makes a difference, but it does to some people. But my thing is somebody who's genuine like me, who has a demanding work schedule, who really don't have the time and opportunities to get out and explore and travel to different cities to meet people. You know, you kind of get, you kind of dive into those sites in hopes that you'll run across somebody who's genuine, somebody who's going to be a man of their word, or if you're a man looking for a woman, somebody who's going to be a woman of her word, somebody who's going to have some morals and some values, and who's going to say, you know what, I've been chatting with this person for two months now. I haven't met them, but I look forward to meeting them, you know, and you're really serious about developing something. And I feel like there aren't enough genuine sites. Like, golly, is everybody just looking to hook up with random people? Because I'm like, is that what it's all about these days? They're just looking to hook up with people. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm too old for that. You know, I know you have to start somewhere. I'm not de- de- debating that at all. But my thing is, um, it's just a lot of trial and error when it comes to dating and you have to be built for that. It's a lot of trial and error, trial and error, getting to know somebody, not getting to know them, them walking away or you choosing to walk away. So I've come to the realization that 
I'm going to continue to patiently wait. Will I give the site another chance? I don't know. Because you never know how you will meet the love of your life. It can be somebody that you've walked past 20 million times in the grocery store. Or if you've driven past them a hundred times and they're looking at you and you're looking at them, but you never really see each other. Or it could be somebody you knew years ago in your childhood and they're hoping and thinking, man, I hope she's single. I hope he's single. And, you know, when I'm going to get a chance to see that person again, I don't ever see her nowhere. I don't ever see him out and about. Where is he at? I've been having a crush on him for the longest time. And then you realize, boom, all of a sudden you run into that person. And there it is. So if you're out there and you're single, I would suggest stay off the sites a little. Give yourself a break from them. Relax. Treat yourself in your singleness. Travel. See the world. You know, have a ball. And then when you're ready and emotionally ready to dive back in, dive back in. Because I'm telling you from my personal experiences, from, you know, getting a little excited about one person and then that person turned out to be who they say they aren't. Then you go, then you give it a break and then you get back in and then somebody else and then they're not promising. And then it's just like, it's too much at one time. You know, you just come to the realization that you just need to chill. Just enjoy your life. And when he comes, he comes. But I want to advise you that if you're going to use the sites, be real, be genuine, state your intent up front. Don't play with people's emotions. Women, don't just go on there looking for a man to treat you out to dinner every Friday night, Saturday night, because those are the times that you really don't want to have to do nothing. So you know, if you have a date lined up for those times, you know, you're going to eat and you know, you're going to get the chance to go see that movie you've always been wanting to see. Don't do the men that don't get on there pretending to want something that you really don't want right now. Cause you do really have good men who's looking for good women. Who's ready to settle down and start their life. So women, let's not play with men. Men, let's not play with women. If you're not about getting together with somebody, being serious, settling down, establishing a good foundation of friendship, then moving on to the relationship, keep it moving. State your intent. State it up front. This is what I want. This is what I'm looking for right now. And if you don't, can't get with the program of what I'm looking for, then I'm not the man for you. Tell a woman, I just want somebody I can hook up with um, every weekend. We go out, we have dinner, and we have sex, and we go about our ways. Tell a woman that. Don't sit up here and try to string them along for two months, and then if you ask them for something, 
like a nude pic and they don't send it to you, you shut them off. <laughs> That's not how things work. But I guess because I'm old school and I know how a man is, a, I, I, I've watched how my uncles pursue their wives and how they treat their wives, then my expectations are kind of up there because I won't settle for less. Women, stop settling. Stop settling. I'm going to say that again. Stop settling because you can get yourself in a situation that you won't be able to get yourself out of. Stop being moved by your flesh. Don't be moved by your lustful desire to be with somebody. Be moved by your, don't be moved by your flesh, but be moved by the spirit. Let God send somebody to you. If you believe in God, let him send him to you. Don't be so moved to where you can say, well, I can't be by myself. I'm no good by myself. Who says you ain't no good by yourself? Who says you can't live a single life and still be productive and raise your three children until God sends somebody or raise your five kids or maybe raise your one child? Who says you can't be by yourself? So you rather be in a toxic relationship than be by yourself? Men, if you, don't, if you really want to settle down, take time to pursue the right woman. Don't be moved by your flesh because your fleshly lustful desires can get you involved with the female who don't care about you, who only care about what you can bring to the table, who don't care about nurturing your phys- your mental and your spiritual. Because if you if she only cares about what you bring to the table financially, and sexually, what about your mental and your spiritual? You're going to be frustrated and vexed all the time. Because what if you can't provide all the time financially? You get laid off from your job. Or you, got, you get cut off um, from some benefits that you was getting before you met her. That was providing the extra finances. What if? She has to be able to. Feed into you spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Because men be wanting to be taken care of mentally and physically and emotionally too. They're human just like we are. They have feelings. Most men don't like to reveal that they have feelings. They macho. They don't want to be in touch with their emotional side. But men like to be checked on too. Men like to say, you know... How you doing? Anything bothering you today? Check on your mans. Let him vent to you about his frustrations from his job. Or he might be dealing with a homeboy who he been on all his life with a friendship on the, on the fritz. Let him vent to you. You be an emotional support for him as well. Take care of him emotionally feed into him spiritually pray over your man don't just be looking for somebody to take care of you because i'm speaking on this from both perspectives 
I know us women, we always want the man to be the provider. He's supposed to be the head of the relationship. But we have to come to a place to where you can say, until God sends you somebody that he is my provider. God is my provider. He's my head. Until he send me my husband, he is my head. He's my provider. Let me commune with him on a day-to-day basis. Because people really are out here looking and patiently waiting for their Adam or their Eve. They're waiting for God to present them. Man, you're waiting on God to present you with your Eve. Ladies, you're waiting for Adam to come around. But we have to get ourselves right internally first. And I'm speaking to myself. You have to heal and move past all of these hurtful situations and all of these disappointments and all of the, the shut doors and all of the guys that you thought that meant good, but they were only meant in your life for evil. You have to get past all that. You have to come to a place of healing. I've touched on this in many parts of my podcast over the last year or two that it's more than just the physical when it comes to things. We have to stop being moved by our flesh because it gets us into situations that we aren't prepared for spiritually, mentally, emotionally. Then we start to lose ourselves. It's hard. Especially if you live in a small city, it's hard. It's hard when you grew up knowing some people and then when you feel like there's, there's everybody in your town is either into drugs, clubbing, gang banging, and all that kind of stuff. It's hard when you feel like the only way you can meet a good man is by going to church. And even those good men in the church still don't have some of their morals in check. They still sliding, dipping and skipping. So you're like, where they at? So me, I'm just going to learn to do what I'm do what I've been doing. And that, you know, taking my trips until God send me somebody. Cause I know he's going to send them, but I have to do some work within. I have to continue to work within to get myself together so I can be prepared more mentally, emotionally, and spiritually for my Adam. Because marriage is to me, something sacred. It's a lifelong commitment and I want to be married to my best friend. I know most people don't want to, you know, they don't see a man as being their best friend, but that's where the foundation starts. Cause you with this person for the rest of your life. If you take it seriously, because there's no such thing in my eyes as divorce. Cause once God puts something together, wouldn't no should no man be able to separate that no man and i haven't witnessed divorce on my daddy's side of the family my dad was the only man in his family that was divorced 
And that's because him and my mama got into an argument, which she don't even remember why they got into an argument, what they were even arguing for and why they split. To this day, she do not remember. But all of my other uncles have been with their wives until death. Because one of my uncle's wife passed away and they were married for 20 plus years. And my other uncles are still with their wives. So to me, I'm going to want to be with somebody who I have a solid foundation with. That we've gotten to know each other. We've become friends. We love being around each other, but also giving each other space. Because marriage is work. It's going to be work. It's not something easy. And I don't like giving up. I don't. My whole point about the about this podcast was be careful of those dating sites. And if you are on them, please make sure that your intent is stated in black and white, bold print. Don't get on there misleading people. Don't get on there trying to be somebody that you're not even if you think you're going to be um, a saint whenever you do meet the one lady. Oh, whenever you do meet the one man, but if you ain't got it in you to be in a relationship right now and you just want to be a hoe, don't get on there. Save people time and they, and, um, don't get on there wasting people time because people like me are really waiting for something serious. With that being said, single people, be careful. Be mindful and be careful because we know that, you know, that's what it is now. A lot of people are using those dating sites to meet people. So you have to be careful. No, they can't control the person outside of the profile. They can't control um, how they act, but you can report and they can keep kick those people off the site. So if you have any issues on any of those dating sites, please report these people. Please report them so they can, so everybody else won't have to deal with them. (laughs) Y'all be careful out there, single men and women. Be careful, be safe, keep God first, continue to pray and let God lead you, guide you and use you. Because if anything, you can become a witness to somebody. You can, you can help somebody through some problems. You can, you know, help them off the brink of depression. You can open up doors. Just don't use it for a means of finding somebody to hook up with or to be in a relationship with. Seek out those who may need a listening ear. And that's all they need is somebody to listen to them. Again, with that being said, y'all be careful out there. Be safe. Always let, and if you choose to meet somebody from these sites, please always let somebody know where you went. Give your friends your tracking information. Let them pin you so that you can always have somebody watching over you. Because those dating websites do not care if somebody's on there with poor intentions. Somebody can out there and be just as evil and malicious and can do something to somebody and the dating website would never know. 
So please make sure you're being so aware of your surroundings, letting your friends, your family know what you're doing, who you're going with and where you're going to be. Turn your location on, please. 2019 is almost over with 2020 is on the way. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to continue to pray for all of my podcast listeners. Y'all pray for me. If you don't hear from me within the next couple of weeks over into the new year, y'all have a happy new year. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. I'm going to try to do my podcast more often because I do need to share some things from time to time and get some feedback. So y'all please give me feedback if you, you know, if you want to chime in, if you want to give the, give me advice, I am willing to listen. Um, just please let me know you're here. Let me know you're listening, you know, give me a thumbs up if you agree with anything that I say. And then if you don't, then you can always comment. You can always share what your thoughts are on dating websites. And if you've had any success with them. Let us all know what, what your success was and how you went about it. Because there are a lot of single people out here who are searching, who are looking, who are waiting. And, you know, we want to know how you were successful. So y'all have a blessed evening. Hope y'all had a good day. See you on the next podcast.